0: Hello everyone, you're listening to Affiliate Journey and I'm your host, Miodrag Milenković. Happy Friday, everyone. If you are tuning in for the first time, a new interview is coming out every Friday and new solo cast episode is coming out every Tuesday, so make sure not to miss them and hit that subscribe button. And if you're into affiliate marketing, um, 10 days ago, I launched a new Facebook group called Affiliate Marketing Elite and if you're into affiliate marketing it is an awesome community I would really love you to be a part of it so make sure you join and links will be in the show notes as always now without further ado let's talk a little bit about our today's guest his name is Paul Gray and uh him and i had like little online history he helped me a lot actually he even built a funnel for me and paul is such an awesome guy Uh, we have a lot of common interests and uh a lot of common topics so i really really enjoyed our episode i think it's one of my favorites actually because we love so much of the same things so i think you're gonna enjoy it i think you're gonna get a lot of value i learn from paul every day and with without dove into like the customer journey providing value uh, misconceptions about affiliate marketing and giving value and all this fun stuff so i'm sure you're gonna enjoy the episode And again, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe and without further ado, I present you Paul Gray. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Affiliate Journey. I'm your host, Mildrag Milankovic, and I'm super, super pleased to have uh, Paul Gray as my next guest. He was featured on my Facebook group, The Affiliate Marketing Elite, but I haven't had a chance to interview him on a podcast, and I'm super excited about it. Hi, Paul. How are you doing, brother?
1: Hey, man. It is good to be here. I'm pretty pumped. Uh, Yeah, like... I can't wait to talk about all the stuff we're going to talk about. Like the five minutes before we started got me so pumped already.
0: <laughs> yeah, we like the, the same stuff and we get annoyed by the same stuff. So oh. it's gonna it's <laughs> going to be an exciting one. So you've been pretty helpful to me like online. So I want to tell you I appreciate the help. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Paul also did like uh, build a funnel for me and it was an awesome funnel. So, Paul, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and about your like background story and why did you choose this online route, man? Why not do that nine to five hustle and live until 65 and... Yeah, like <laughs> what made I, I, you go? I mean, <laughs>
1: you you gotta love the nine to five. Like uh, I'm all about that nine to five life. Um, we're talking about when I go out to club, right? Oh, okay, oh. no, never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, it's a it's a long story. Obviously, you know I like funnels. You've already seen a couple of my funnels in the work that I do. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a long story in the making and it starts long before I even got involved with online business or online marketing. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I've always been into computers. And by that, I don't just mean like building computers or getting involved with like programming and, you know, playing video games and stuff like we are. Well, I love doing that and stuff. But I've always been interested in how the internet works you know the internet is this wonderful tool that we sort of have come across in the last 15 years or at least for me i'm I'm only that old so i don't know anything before that Uh, i remember my neighbor telling me all the stories about like the 90s computers but you know at least when i was like 10 years old the internet became something in our house and from that i started getting involved and i started seeing like how the internet works and the intricacies that are, is the internet. And so from there, I didn't really do much in terms of any business or even like a social media presence. You know, I never really had time for YouTube. I didn't make any videos. I barely spent any time on Facebook. I literally have my personal Facebook profile just to log into like games and other things like that. So it basically started, I think we're now 2019. Yeah, the whole the last three years since I've got involved with online marketing, everything's just become one big blur kind of. Um, 2017. So I was in my honours year at university. And I'm uh, I'm an anthropologist, if you guys don't know that, but uh, you, you'll find that out if you ever join my group or you know, watch some of my videos. But I'm an anthropologist, if you want to know, and I was in my honors year, and so I, you know, I had enough money because I was tutoring, you know, I was teaching at the university and stuff like that, and I everything was doing well, and um, I'd come across a couple things. I came across a guy called Liam James K. I'm sure you've heard of, and Franklin Hatchett, and a couple other people, as well as a guy called Mark Versteel. and. I saw their content, but I never really thought about it. Like I especially watched Mark's videos because, you know, he's in Bali and he's getting involved with all these things that are like fun and that I would have loved to have done and stuff. And so I watched them and I never really took much notice of it. But then after 2017, at the start of 2018, uh, my life really took a turn for, I don't want to say the worst, because it actually opened the doors to where I am today. and. What happened is I decided to move. So I moved into a bigger flat that was costing a little bit more money because I thought that I was going to have my job and I actually thought I was going to be promoted. So, you know, I was like, okay, I can afford this. You know, this is not much of a worry to me. And um, so then I moved in there. I started doing masters and um, I was actually doing quite an expensive course because it was involved with uh, a university in Germany. And, you know, obviously it cost ratio to South Africa and Germany like makes it expensive and so I started with this course and I didn't I didn't enjoy the course at all I wasn't enjoying you know the restrictiveness of it Uh, I actually decided to change courses so I could be with my old supervisor and through all of these things I slowly started to lose grip with university and like um, you know, I don't want to be that that show of person, but you know, I always had good marks, especially like honours. I got good marks all the time. I was quite successful, but then when I was getting into masters, like obviously you're not writing exams and tests. And in this time I just sort of like faded and I didn't get my work done in time. And I was sort of losing grip with university. Uh, And at the same time, I didn't have a job. So I I was trying to look for some sort of source of money. Thankfully, you know, I had a parent who, you know, thankfully he's been very helpful and made sure that I have the money that I need when I was in like dire straits. And then that was about May. uh, Things started looking not so good in terms of the course and everything. And then the 4th of June, I still remember it to the date. Uh, the my girlfriend at the time broke up with me. And you know, I, this is probably why I'm quite involved in personal development, but I started to like spiral out because I didn't realize that all of the friends that I'd made were basically her friends. And once we broke up, I lost all those friends, all of those kinds of things. And um, so then that happened I couldn't afford the place anymore, so I had to move back in with my dad. You know, times are tough. Um, It it really set me back. Um, And that's how I took the jump. And, you know, you need that sort of cliff to, you got to run and jump and just trust that you're going to land somewhere. And that was like the pits, that was the bottom. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to make it out of here kind of thing. But then after a couple months, of finding good information, making those old friends that I used to have that I'd lost and listening to their advice, I I started to get on the right track again. And then I started to get involved with things online uh, because I'd already started earlier in the year, a blog about student life and those types of things. And I didn't know you could monetize it. So then I started monetizing or try to monetize it. And I realized there's this thing called affiliate marketing. So I got involved with flip marketing. I did a couple of things. Um, I'm sure you've heard of Builderall. Uh, yeah, I got involved I with Builderall. And I did quite well with Builderall. Um, but the thing is, I didn't learn how everything works in the digital marketing world. So I had to start all over again and realize that if I wanted to make consistent income, I need to learn the basics. And in learning the basics, I realized that I love to build funnels. You know, I love to do things online that um, are engaging, you know, so it's sort of interactive and a funnel is a great way to do that. You know, you get the person to click your button, you get the person to sign up and a funnel was the way to do this. So that's basically how I got involved into the online game.
0: That's quite a story, brother. And it's usually like some big downfall that pushes us online and i'm always curious to ask guests like what is it for them what pain got them to start working online and trying to live out of the chains of nine to five all right so we, we we talked about before we before the interview about misinformation that is flying around and i do plan to do a lot of content in solo cast about this but i'm curious to hear your angle like a lot of people especially in this affiliate marketing space get advice from some let's call them gurus quote unquote. <laughs> and uh, advice is like it's easy you just get some Clickbank affiliate product and you find the people and you give them the product. Maybe you give them a bonus and they sign up and you make money.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's how we all hit 10k a month, right? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's
0: easy. Very easy. You just have to find the product on Clickbank. Which, by the way, I couldn't even register in Serbia for Clickbank. So, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah.
1: Thankfully, South Africa can. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah, I know. It's it's crazy how much misinformation there is. But I think it's the sign of the times, if I can say that, because um, before we jumped on this interview, my dad's busy watching um, CNN with the uh, depositions and the testimonies of all the guys, you know, with Trump and all of that. And people are so untruthful to the the almost you can tell that they're lying but they won't admit it you know they'll say something straight to your face that's a lie and they won't even grin you know and i think it's the state where the world is and obviously marketing is something that is going to fall victim to it anything where there's money involved you know people are easily corruptible. so i think that's probably why misinformation is something that's so big at this point in our sort of like human life cycle. Um, but also, now that you mentioned it, I've noticed that over the last couple months, especially on Facebook, um, I've noticed that there is a lot of the same thing that I saw when I got started happening all over again. Is there's, there's a lot of people who you know what? Not everyone has the opportunity to learn, but there's a lot of people who don't have any sort of structure to how they want to do things. And they're just trying to make money. So they either like spamming or scamming or something along those lines.
0: Or called messaging or on messenger. Please don't do that. I I hate it.
1: Hi, uh, my name is whoever I, uh, did this. Um, I've read David Ogilvy's book. Um, Buy my coaching call. It's only $1,000. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And, you know, I think, like, we're opportunistic as humans. We are opportunistic. So, you've got to understand that if we can do it, we're going to at least try. And you can't fault the person for trying. But the thing that I really try to push on and the one thing that I really want to, like, if I ever get to a position that I'm going to teach people is teach them, the value of value you know it's not just value because you know then your customer will trust you it's you yourself like what do you stand for you know and uh, i don't want to get like political or philosophic philosophical but you know you got to have a reason why you're here you know even if it's like you know it could be religious it could be your own personal reasoning it could be um political you know there's in many kinds of reasons that we're here, or you believe that you're here, but we all have that feeling inside of us. And if you're not doing what that feeling inside of you is sort of suggesting, why do you do it? You know, I see a lot of people are online. They're like, they get on, they get into some group, either in a marketing group or e-commerce group or something like that. And they're like, Hey guys, I, I want to make money online. I heard it's easy. Um, you know, whatever. And then uh, someone asks them, they're like, Hey, what are you passionate about? And then they're like, yeah, I've, I'm passionate about making money. Um, and it's this kind of situation where, yeah, we all want to make money. We all want to be comfortable in our lives. Um, but at the same time there is a purpose and you got to know your purpose. If you want to make the money, you know, the money is just the value that your purpose, fulfilling so you fulfill your purpose and the money will come Um, so rather find your purpose than find a money-making solution you know you find your purpose you're going to find the content you're going to write in a blog let's say you love baseball you know you can make enough money if you're passionate enough Um, so I think for me the whole thing is value and I mean true intrinsic value like why do you want to exist is the same reason why you want to make
0: money yeah I love that connection like it makes a lot of sense because uh, opposing of that is like just doing it for the sake of money and that can't like yield long-term success you can make money like there are plenty of people making money just because they want to and it doesn't make it like I don't think they're going to, quote unquote, make it uh, long term because people can feel it, people will find out. And if you're hurting them more than helping, helping them, it will turn back to you. So I do think like if you're doing it out of, like you said, passion, it's different because you're not doing it only for the money, you genuinely are interested in topic, in helping people about it, and you probably understand what you're talking about. Uh, A lot of people are just not knowing anything about the topic, and how do you think, like that ties me to the next question, how do you think someone finds out when he or she knows much about the topic and when can they promote talk about it and how to choose a way actually because there is a big gap i feel today from people wanting to make money but a lot of this information is flying around
1: yeah um yeah it's a bit of a 2 part question so you know (sighs) starting out like if anyone who hasn't got involved in affiliate marketing or anything online yet um I would have to say that it's something along the lines of before you even think of getting involved um you need to think about yourself uh and the one thing that I think a lot of us and we're gonna maybe touch on this a bit later is that we're not true with ourselves and I've noticed that with myself is that I haven't been as truthful with myself as I should be. Um, but we'll get onto that later if we have time. But basically, you've got to be true with yourself. And when you know what your passion is, uh, what kind of a person you are, you know, not all of us are altruistic, not all of us are, you know, helpful type of people. And that's not a problem. You know, there are different types of people in this world. You know, it, it takes every kind of person to make this world. And you've got to realize who you are. And when you realize who you are, you're going to have a better chance once you decide to get into something. And then when you decide to actually get into it, you come across something that sparks your interest and it sort of ignites this fire inside of you. Then you need to, there's multiple ways about going about this is, A lot of people are going to start, and they're going to already be experts. You know, there's someone who's worked for 20 years in an industry, and you know they know the ins and outs of it, and all they need to do is monetize it. And then there's other people that, like you or me, um, we basically learn on the way. And if I look at myself, and if I look at you two, the way to make the most money with something like that is not to pose as an expert or someone who, you know, leverages how much they know um, as a way to make money. Rather, as your the your, literally the name of your podcast is, is the journey, you know, the affiliate journey. And the best way to make money, the best way to have influence um, in this life, I'd say, is through content. And content doesn't have to be from, I was actually listening to Dan Kennedy earlier today and, it doesn't have to be a resume, you know it doesn't have to be what you what qualifications you have or something along those lines um, what you do, your experiences are more valuable to people than anything else that they can get access to you know it's great to get a hold of academic texts where some guy who's studied for forty years is like, Hey, um, I know this much because you know, I've read every book in the library kind of thing. Uh, but if you decide to follow someone who is on their journey, you know, you're going to learn what it takes to make it. You're going to learn each little step. You're going to learn which way is wrong, which way is right. You know, uh, life is a series, always bunch of steps of mistakes. You know, every step is a mistake that you or every mistake you make is a step towards, um, greater success you're going to have in life so if you want to make money and you don't have experience you don't have a sort of expert label behind you you want to document your journey and that doesn't make a difference if you're an affiliate marketer teaching about affiliate marketing or if you're a baseballer who picked up baseball for the first time at 23 years old or you're someone who decided that you are interested in building paper plans, you know, Um, you got to decide that if you want to try and make money, you have to make content. So learn the ins and outs of this and track your progress and track doing this. So every time you learn something, write it down, you know, if you keep doing this every day for 10 years, you're going to have written multiple books worth of content, knowledge, And you will become that expert. And that's my advice for anyone beginning out is learn and write it down. You know, if you're not taking notes along the way, you're not going to have anything turned back to when you might have taken the wrong step and you don't know what's going on. You know, at least you can backtrack the notes and look at, oh, this worked, this worked, this worked. That didn't. Let's try the thing before that again and see how we can fix it.
0: I loved it now i I posted something a little bit about that content creation, and where should we create it because say someone is new and maybe is convinced that he or she should create content, but doesn't know on what topic and on what place like firstly, I would say, uh you don't really get to Just choose a place. I mean, it depends on what topic are you interested in because if it's like all over the internet, you can probably just choose. But then again, it's important where your target market congregates and where do they consume that content because you want to get in front of their eyes and you want to make content where they consume it. So for someone, say, who is not totally new, but it's just starting out with creating content. How should they go about it? Where should they publish? How often should they publish? What should they publish about? Those are a so, couple of questions.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it's a tough question. I mean, there's no one answer for this, but I think one of the things you, you've got to realize is that when it comes to content creation, it's not as simple as writing it down and having it on you, you know make your notes, you know have your information, but you've got to realize that content creation for the purposes of the internet needs to be systematized in multiple different ways to be effective and When I say that, I mean that you create something um let's use the example of stop motion animation you know like Wallace and Gromit with the little like um, they make those little guys and they take a photo and they build the whole like thing out of it and they turn it into a video um, if you are interested in that and that's your passion you're not going to write a blog like I mean what you want to do is it's a visual experience you give people that visual experience so I think that as much as you're passionate about something, you also, and this is probably a bit more the cold, hard truth, is that if you want to make it online, you do need to learn. You do need to know the technical skills. Um, A lot of people are like, Yana, you don't need to know any technical skills. You you just need to know how to sell, and you just need to be able to find a good product. And I think there is nothing further from the truth than that. You know, when I started out, like I had quite a few technical skills on a computer already, but I wasn't monetizing this. I didn't know how those were applicable. But in the last, let's say at least in the last year and a bit, I have picked up so many skills online that I didn't even realize were possible. And I think that they're vital for what you need to do so for instance um in the last little while i have i've learned a lot of skills and you know like for one thing i've learned video editing um you know if you can't edit your own videos um you're not going to be able to produce consistent content on youtube um i mean especially when you're starting out you can't really afford a video editor so um you got to learn these skills, you know, I've also learned how to use Photoshop. Um, you know, I've learned how to create all my own Facebook covers, you know, all of those types of things. And, um, I'm actually not doing my editor any justice here. Uh, but the thing is like, uh, I have an editor who does a lot of uh, my graphic work for me, but I mean, she's, she's good. So she's busy. So I have to learn how to do my own things, you know, for things that need to be done on the fly. Um, and so, like, there's all these types of skills that you pick up. Like, I'm just trying to think of all the things that I've learned. Like, I've learned not just the skills, but I've learned like, of places. Like, I've learned of geotone to make quick geotone pictures for, like, backgrounds. Because, you know, contrasting photos are great to capture people's attention. Um, I've learned of, like, free editors. I've learned uh, copywriting. You know, it's... Like, I mean, I have... A degree in English, but I never really learned about copywriting. I never learned that you can actually get people to do things with words. And in the last year I've learned that skill like tenfold. Um, I've learned note taking, you name it. Like I've learned how to set up the video camera and the microphone and stuff. And like, I know people that still don't know how to do that. So you've got to learn and you got to know that you have to learn these skills if you want to be successful. Like a lot of people think that they see these videos that are like, as I said earlier, you know, you just do whatever this thing says. You just take somebody's share funnel and, you know, record your own video and run traffic to it and you're going to make money. And um, you might make some money because I mean, it's a good funnel to start off with, but it's not consistent income. And that's one of the things that like people don't, they want to ignore this. They don't want to realize that you have to work hard. You know, everyone hears that term passive income uh, and those types of things. And they're like, yeah, it's it's chilled. You know, I spend an hour or two a day like clicking buttons on a computer. And it's like, no, I wake up at 4:35 uh, and I work until like 4 p.m. And then when I'm not working, I'm learning and reading and You know, even like the TV programs I'm watching, like I watch Mad Men at the moment, which is about like admin in 60s New York, you know, like you got to get absorbed if you want to have success.
0: Yeah, I think the only guy who doesn't seem like he works hard and has success is like Spencer. I don't know. It seems like whatever he touches is just like...
1: (laughs) But you don't know how much hard work he's done for the like f- past five years to get there.
0: <laughs> yeah, like he just seems that way. But uh, he's a chill guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think is the differentiator between people who actually go through the hustle of learning new skills and persevering through all of the hardship, which, like you said, it's not when I see new people asking like in clickfunnels group like can i can i make money without any investment and like in some theory it's possible but the amount of skills and amount of things you need to learn and time like even just when they say you can just most for free on facebook even then like you said you need to know copywriting you need to know how to target people you need a lot of skills for someone who is new it's it's really yeah. not that easy so what advice would you give to the new people in this case
1: if you knew learn how to do paid facebook ads okay but besides that <laughs> the thing is like i'm actually not joking when i say that because learning paid Facebook ads is a lot easier than learning the copywriting and sales techniques and all of these things to do organic, um, traffic. You know, if you're going to just like befriend people and try and sell them like that. Um, but you know, I'm not suggesting that at all, but what I'm I'm trying to say is that like there's two things when it comes to you want to be successful, either you're going to invest time or you're going to invest money. You can't escape those two, you know, um, you, you come into the click funnels group. Uh, I mean, if you're on the click funnels group, you're going to, you're asking about funnels and that means you have to spend at least $97 a month. So don't be asking in the click funnels group. If you don't want to spend any money, like that's going against the purposes. You know, I'm sure there's some group on Facebook called free money, whatever, you know, ask them how to make money for free. Um, but then again, it comes down to research as well. Like I researched click for like a year before I even started using it. So that's who I am. But if you just, you know, come across and you jump in and you want to spend money, you've got to realize that then you are gonna have, there's a lot to learn once you got the product. Whereas like I learned a lot before I even started. So you're going to have to invest time or you're going to have to invest money. And, um, It's it's a harsh reality, but it is what it is. And if you don't invest your time to learn the skills, you're not going to have consistent income. And if you don't invest your money into the right tools, you're not going to have consistent income. So what you need to do or what anybody needs to do that wants to sort of make it online, if that's the phrase we can use and it's actually something that I'm busy building out for my training for next year is you need to create a system. And by this, I don't mean you need to go and create some software or whatever. Um, By the system, I mean that you need to have a way of doing everything. So like for instance with myself, my system is simple and this is, basically what I spoke about on Facebook this morning and it's basically what I'm going to speak about for the whole of next year because that is the route I believe to my two comma club award you know that is my goal I want a two comma club award and I'm going to get it by doing this and this is the same thing that everybody who's got a two comma club award has done and it is you need to master traffic you need to master your funnel or your customer value journey, you know, the system that everyone goes through in order to buy your product And then you need to master the offer or the conversion. So the conversion is probably more along the lines of e-commerce, but you got to know how to set up something so that people want it. And if you can learn how to use and master these three things, you will become successful. I've noticed that since I've focused on these three things, I have become a lot more successful. You know, I've noticed that the one place that I'm lacking in that I'm going to spend most of my time is traffic because that is the lifeblood of your business. You, if you don't have people looking through the windows of your shop, they're not going to come in and buy. Them. So you need to get people there. Then obviously the second part is the sales funnel. That everyone's like, ah, oh, you know, sales funnels will make you money. Sales funnel will not make you money. What will make you money is the system that a sales funnel represents so I'm not sure if you know Ryan dice from digital marketer but um, he has a membership site called uh, digital marketer lab and I think it's like a ninety seven dollar a month um, membership but all the courses that they produce you get for that ninety seven bucks and almost every single one of the trainings that I've done in the, the different sections start off with the customer value journey. You've got to know how to customer get them aware. Um, I made that sound really bad. So you get a customer aware (laughs) and then obviously work them through your system. So I just don't want to get this in the wrong order. Let me just make sure here is awareness, engagement, subscription, convert, excite. So now you're going to take them to your bigger product. So then you ascend, then you advocate, and then promote. So they end up promoting your product. So by setting up your system to follow these steps, basically what you're going to do is you're going to ensure that you have enough people looking at your products. And then when they're looking at your products, they are buying, even if it's a micro bar, so, uh, one of the things I learned earlier this year, yeah, earlier this year was this, um, framework called the five offer funnel. And basically what you want to do, if you want to sell and you want to have it to be profitable and especially you're an affiliate marketer and you know, most of this audience is affiliate marketers. So this would be a good way to sort of explain it is, um, I think when we had the interview the other day, we were talking about the value ladder, and I ended up mixing it up with um, the offer stack. Basically, with your value ladder, what you want to do is you want to get your person to opt in. So that's step one of the five offer funnel. Then you want to get them to buy into a micro offer, so something priced between five and twenty dollars, and it's overvalued for its price point. So you know it's. Result buy. Um, you know, R- Russell always talks about the tripwire. You know, they end up buying it just because it's so great uh, and so cheap, and they're like, oh, you know, I've got to do this. And then they enter this tripwire, they bought something, they're a customer, and a customer is 12 times more likely to buy than a cold prospect. Then what you want to do is you want to get them onto your core offer. This is the thing that's going to make you the profit. Um, this is what your business is about. This is what you sell. So like, if you are um, into building uh, real estate, this is selling your skyscraper or whatever, you know, that's a bit of a big, big picture, but you get what I'm saying. And then what you want to do is after they bought into it, you want to keep them in your ecosystem. So the trick is a continuity or, or a retention offer. So membership sites, Something like that. And let's say you're an affiliate marketer. So what you want to do is you get them interested. You have your YouTube. You have your blog. You know, some form of content that they're going to come across on a regular basis. You know, you get them aware of your product. Then what you do is you create some sort of copy that is more of a call to action than value. So uh, a blog post that's more into... Hey, there's this product, I think it's great. Check out like whatever below, and then whatever below is, let's say, a lead magnet, you know? So you've you give them awareness, you get them to engage. You know, one way to get them to engage is like comment or get them to like something or get them to enter something, you know, something that makes them do something. Because once you get someone to do something. You know, then you've got them. Then there will always be that person that does something. So then they're engaging. Then out comes your lead magnet. You give them a reason to get onto your subscription list. So you give them some value that is related to your core affiliate offer. So let's say you're into weight loss and you're selling that red tea that, you know that every ClickBanker who's ever found out about how to use Gravity on ClickBank has tried to promote. And so you're going to create a little ebook from all the content that the red tea people give you there. You've got a nice little lead magnet. You've given them this blog post, this YouTube, whatever they get your lead magnet, you know, they subscribe. Now they are into your system. Then what you do is you give them something small. So let's say the red tea is your core product. You know, you don't, it's something expensive. So rather start off with something related but something cheap. So let's say there's a product online that is a, um, turn your regular tea into healthy tea. You know, I'm sure this doesn't exist, but it's something that costs $12. So you get them to buy this because it's related to what you want to sell them. So they get that, they're interested into that. Then you decide, hey, you know what? Now's the time, let's get you excited. We want you to buy the red tea. So then you send a marketing campaign, you email them a couple of times, you don't sell them, you know, like people sell themselves. Um, you get them excited, you do whatever you can, whatever resources you have to reach out to them. So if you can remarket using Facebook ads, that's probably one of the best ways to do this. But if you can't, you know, make sure you email them, you know, that email list is yours. Send them those emails. And then once you send them the emails, then you basically do like a little mini launch for them, you know, so that everyone who goes to this email gets like driven to, Oh my God, I have to buy this type of thing. And then you sell them the red tea. And then the red tea costs $80, $120. I'm not sure what price tag it is and then they bought the red tea you know that's the reason you you are there that's the reason like that your business exists is to sell this it made you forty dollars profit or sixty dollars profit and you know you're happy but then you realize that hey you know this person bought so much why don't i try keep selling to them so then what you do is you have a membership box you know you've decided that this works and there's another product that has a whole bunch of tea strainers and a, a tea accessories. Um, it could even be like a drop shipping thing, you know, get hold of a dropshipper who sells something related to the affiliate product and set it up so that monthly, you're making this money from them. You know, once you've sold them on a the big product, it, they're easily going to buy into something that's like a fifth of the price and then they're going to be paying monthly. And that's where you build this sort of lifetime value of the customer. Yeah, sorry i realized that was a little dense but you get what i'm what i'm getting at
0: yeah i do and i love that and a couple of things always come up and i notice it here it's like it's research like whether it's you said when you're promoting you need to find a, maybe a cheaper product uh, Tripwire product, uh, something uh, they would be interested for free, like for lead magnet, then your main product. And you need to do your due diligence and do a research for that, as well as you need to research like your customer and what does he or she wants. And I'm getting obsessed with like doing research lately. And <laughs> tell me, what are you? What are some of your advice to people who? Who are starting out and maybe are only now becoming aware that they need to do a lot of research before doing like anything. Like, how should they go about researching their target market? And how should they go about researching what are they going to sell?
1: So yeah, you know, that's the one thing is people don't often realize the research behind everything and the people that are the most successful are the people that have the most research, you know, um, I'm busy watching mad men and like there was, I think it was, I don't want to ruin the program for anyone. So let me not speak too soon, but basically research is good. And the more research you get, the better chance you have of pulling one over your your competitor. You know, if you know something, just one sentence more than your competitor, but it appeals to your customer, you know, like something about your product that appeals to their childhood. It'll set something off for them. And they're more likely to buy from you because remember people buy from someone they trust and that research is actually you creating trust for them. So when it comes to research, you know, like when you want to get involved with any online business or anything where you're making money online, you obviously need to do due diligence. Like it's a fact of life. You know, we, we all went through school. We didn't want to study, but we didn't realize how important that skill would be. Um, and one of the things that I have sort of come into my own this year is learning how to plan and how to strategize. Uh, I think a strategy is probably one of the most important things to being successful. So, the tool that I use, particularly, is called Asana, A S A N A. But there's also Trello and Bootcamp and a couple other guys. So you know, just pick one that you like, one that you know you you the the design works for you. Whatever it is, they all work basically the same. And what I do is I've developed a three part process. Is that you have a ton of ideas. We all have a ton of ideas and I put them down into basically what is a bucket. So I just put all my ideas down and I put down my planning to dos So things that I'm going to do it, part of this bucket, obviously not together with them because you don't want to mix up your ideas with what you actually need to do. And then I have the two steps that follow that, that are the most important is I have, um, a work board. So on Asana, they've got like a board thing that's based on Kanban from the Japanese that was from Toyota. And you have these little blocks, and each block has a little section, and there's planning under each one. I'm not planning under each one, there's like a column for each one. And then you're gonna have planning, to do, doing, and completed. And what you need to do is the ideas they flip over into your to-do planning. So, you know, the things that you've decided of oh, those ideas are worthwhile. Then you take them and you put them on the board under planning. And then this is the trick that I didn't do before and I've started doing is each little block under that uh, makes its own task list. So you got this little uh, block that goes onto the workboard. And then on another page you have a task list and each block is a task list and everything you're going to do is in there. So it goes from the bowl into the workboard into the list. And by doing this, I've made sure that I get everything done and I don't miss anything. You know, that's one of the key things is if you don't miss anything, then you know, you're on the right track. And so, I find that strategy is very important. And this is one of the things that falls under it. And then under strategy, you get research. And two of the things that I really think we should talk about here is when it comes to research, there's two things, but this is probably one of the most important things first. And a lot of people seem to ignore it, is the customer avatar. So the customer avatar, which I'm sure you know of, is a sort of uh, little worksheet where you have a picture of your ideal client in the middle, like a little dummy client thing. And then you have a bunch of blocks around it that you need to fill in. And basically what the customer avatar does is, you're trying to create your perfect customer. So I don't mean you're only going to have one customer. But if you can identify the traits, the needs, the likes, the wants, the accessibility, the affordability, all of these things around your perfect client, you will have this sort of basis, this like average medium um, that you can look at that will appeal to 70% of your client base. And, if you haven't drawn up a customer avatar, then you are not going to be able to appeal to your customer completely, and from that you basically things are just going to be guesswork. And anything that's guesswork is not going to be successful in my eyes or at least consistently. And I think all of us want to be consistent, you know? Would you rather earn $10,000 dollars? in the next month and then only earn a thousand dollars for the six months after that? I don't think so. So if you are, fine by me, but everyone else, there's MasterCard. No, there is basically the process of making sure that you use the correct
0: strategies. I love that. I think that is super overlooked and I plan on doing my content on customer avatar because people are overlooking like they are just focused on a product really find a product Uh, and and a niche yeah the thing is they don't even niche down very well (laughs) (laughs) like even that they they don't get even that like so what's
1: your niche uh health (laughs) um and you know the thing is i don't have anything wrong with the concept of a niche or niche for any American subscribers, please don't hate us. Um, is that like a niche is important. You need to know which target market you're going to appeal to. Like, you know, we see that ad on, well, sorry, that post on Facebook the whole time, where it's like the person, I tried Facebook ads and they don't work. And it's like, so who did you target? I targeted everyone cause everyone could be a customer. And you know, like you can't sell to everyone. Not everyone is your customer. There are people that are going to want to buy your product and there will probably be enough of them. So, you know, you don't, you're not going to go up to some guy walking down the road and be like, Hey, do you want to buy tampons? Like you're not going to sell them unless like his girlfriend sent him to the shop to go buy tampons. He's not going to buy tampons. So you've got to decide who you want to sell to. And that's just a broad example. Uh, So a niche is important. But at the end of the day, most categories in this life that you look at are sellable. You know, if you do things the right way, you can sell. So decide what you like, decide what you want to sell. Like let's say that for some strange reason, you like those little microphones that people use for seminars. Okay, that's probably a little too specific. You like microphones, um, and because you like microphones, you decided that your niche is going to be the music industry. Because then you cover a whole variety of things that work around microphones, so speakers, amps, plugs—you know, all the things that like fit into this world—and like even the little pop. Um, Images, you know, the things that go in front of it. Uh, there's so many things around. If you enjoy something, you'll find that rather start inwards and build your niche outwards than vice versa. There's so many people like they get there and they're like, Yeah, my, my niche is health. So uh, I'm going to sell coconut oil, I'm going to sell like supplements, and I'm going to sell foot scrubby things. And like those are all health. But if you sell those three different products together, your chances are you're not going to sell to almost anyone because this message that you're giving them is so like diluted that it just like I can't see a message between those three things. Can you see a message there?
0: No, and even like even if, when it's one thing, like for example, you mentioned coconut oil, they need to find an angle. Like, are you gonna? sell them to girls who want seed for their hair or are you going to sell them to someone who is starting on a keto diet or like you need to find your angle and that ties into what you were saying earlier about customer avatar you need to know them what they want what they need why they want it how bad they want it and i think that's where people should start and like before they, sh- before they do that, they shouldn't really try to build the funnel and be like, "Why is my yeah. headline not working?" Like it's not, it's not that. It's <laughs> it's so much more. It's so much broader.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I actually had a guy on Facebook today or yesterday that messaged me like saying why didn't your stuff work and whatever, and like his ad count was getting banned and stuff, and I was like can I see it? Can I see the ad copy? And like, no. And I was like, you don't want to show me the ad copy. You don't want to tell me like what you're selling. Um, But you want me to like figure out why your ad account got banned. And um, it's basically the same thing. It's like everything in this life is strategy, you know, Um, figure out what you like. When you realize what you like, you know that there are products related to this. You know, we live in this capitalist world. So there is going to be a product for whatever you like. Once you have your product, you see that there's this sort of community around it. Once you know that there's a community, once you know that there's other products that match with it, you, you're already on the right direction. Then you need to sort of find your angle then and find your customer avatar. And you realize that coconut oil sells to girls who want to put it in their hair, And then you're like, okay, well, what else fits with that? And then you build up these little products. You're like, okay, so a shampoo bar will be great. You know, what you're going to clean her hair with before she puts a coconut oil in. Um, and while you're doing this, you already realize that this angle is your niche. You're selling to girls ages, 18 to 34 because you realize that those are the types of girls that like to do this. You know, you type it into Google trends, you type it into keyword find or whatever and you notice that that's the demographic. And then when you are advertising, okay, obviously with paid adverts, it's a lot easier. You can just put in your target market or your audience and it'll like find them. But you can see from someone's profile, if you're doing the organic approach, that they're this type of a person or they're unless they're like catfishing you, it looks like a 24-year-old girl. So um you work it from there. And that's it. And then once you have that angle, once you have the customer avatar, then you build your message. You know, you gotta sell them through your words. You gotta realize that everyone wants to buy into a story. And that story is Coconut oil was used by the Hawaiians 300 years ago. And it's the lost art that made their hair so luscious. And that's why when you go to Hawaii, you notice that all people's hair looks so like luscious and full and whatever. And you develop this approach. But then also you realize that you've got this message, but will this message appeal to some girl from the city? So then you've got to realize that, how are they going to relate to my story? And then what you got to do is you got to realize that, hold on, let's narrow this down a bit. Tell a story about a Hawaiian girl who came across, you know, her coconut oil, like her mother used to put it on her hair at night or she was walking in the forests and got lost and, you know, obviously was drinking a coconut. And some of it got on her hair or something. And that's how she discovered this. And it it, it relates to this girl because this girl is also a young girl of a certain age who's at that level, at that sort of point of discovery. And, you know, from there, that's how it all sort of builds on. So then you got that. That, That's your first little section to, to anything. If you've got that right, you've got your awareness, you've got your customer, you've got your message you're already on to a good passage.
0: Yeah, I agree. Man, there's so many things. I think if I were just starting out and I would like, I need to know and do all of that. <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to my nine to five, man. <laughs> it's, it, it's not easy as people present it to be unless you have like $100,000 and you pay someone to do it all for you. In which case... But like,
1: where's the fun in that?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true also.
1: You know, maybe I just love learning skills, but like, you know, this is a skill set that even let's say I ended up going back to a corporate job, you know, it would be a skill that would serve me there. So, you know, it's not just about making money online. You learn skills that are going to help you in life. But when you go to the shops and there was a shoe on sale and, you know, you go there and then it's not on sale, you know, you can convince the lady because you've learned how to use words to sell to people and you sell this idea to her. And um, the the other thing is you, as what you just said now is um, when you get started, there's just so much and yes, there is a lot. There is more than you could ever consume. If you started consuming from the day you were born till the day you die. Um, But that's also a good thing is you got to realize that there are multiple ways of marketing and I don't just mean picking your niche and picking your story and all of those, those are important, but you also got to pick the technical aspect. What are you good with? Are you into YouTube? Are you into writing? Are you into uh, hanging out with people on Facebook? Are you good at creating an Instagram audience? So you've decided that you, we all do those things on a regular basis or at least most of us do. And then you realize that, okay, I'm good with Instagram, you know. I have 3,000 followers and I've only had the account for six months and um, only post like once a week. So that's my traffic source, you know. As we said earlier on, there's only three parts you need to focus on. Your traffic, your funnel, your offer. And you got the traffic done. So now all your effort goes into learning about... Instagram. So you come in, you go to Jose, Jose Pena's, uh Instagram, you go into, you buy his course, you know, whatever, you learn about Instagram until it's coming out of your ears. You got the traffic, you got potential customers. That's already half the battle won. Then, you know, you've got to convert them somehow. Um, I would say I would love it if everybody learned how to build sales funnels. You know, it's something I is something that I love to do. Um, and because of that, like you know, I'd say that everyone should learn how to do sales funnels, but at the same time, not everyone is going to be able to do it. Like, sales funnels are a particular art. So I would learn the customer value journey then, so that you could tell people how to build your funnels, or you could sell people, you don't need to have a funnel. Everything you do is actually a funnel from the time they see your Instagram post or whatever you did to the time they buy your product. They're going through a funnel. A funnel is an, an imaginary thing. It's a concept. It's not funnels or Cartra or Builder. And, but you do need to have some sort of software if you want to do it online and you want to automate it. But let's say you know you don't have money for funnels or you don't really care about building funnels. Then what you got to do is you got to learn how to close sales calls. So, well, okay, maybe not that big if you're just selling ClickBank products, but let's just use the sales calls for instance. Let's say you're selling a coaching program. So you are into fitness, you post all on your Instagram about fitness, then, you know, people get a hold of you. Then what you do, you have discussion with them and you're like, hey, let's jump on a call. And then in that call, that is the offer to your funnel. You give them a reason to buy into your coaching program or whatever it is you're promoting. And that's the next skill you need to learn is funnels. So either you can learn how to build funnels, you can spend all your time on ClickFunnels like me, who the first thing you do in the morning is open up ClickFunnels and see like, what can I add to my funnel today? Or what can I do for whatever? Um, Or you could just learn how the concepts work and you, you sort of implement it. And that's the second part done. So now you got two out of the three parts done. Um, and basically, if you're doing the sales calls thing, you've already got that offer sorted as well. But let's say you don't. Then you got those two parts. Then you need to focus on the offer or the conversion. So either what you can do is you decide that Instagram's good, uh, but I don't want to buy funnels. So you just you get a email autoresponder. You build a landing page on there. You know, just a simple. Whatever you give them a lead magnet, you build this email list, and that email list becomes your funnel. So you slowly work them through it, you give them reasons to engage, and then you get them to the offer. And that also falls into this third part of the offer. But the the third part is not as concrete as the first two. You know, the offer and the conversion is not something that people aren't just. Like lots of people want to buy stuff, but they don't just have access to the money to afford it or, you know, there's a whole bunch of limitations and that's where you've got to, this is where I'd say practice is the offer or the conversion is the thing that you need to practice. The other things you can set and they're there, but the offer, keep changing it, split test it, try different sales letters, try different, you know, um, calls to action see what gives your customers or gives your potential customers the the best like return on investment for you as an advertiser. What are you going to do that's going to get them to buy? And this is probably the hardest part. And it's also the part that um, costs the most time. And, you know, I, I'd suggest, and, you know, I'm still holding you to this next year is that we need to go to offer Mind, and we need to hear Steven talk about this because, that is the person who knows exactly how to construct this, and that's it. Is you, you just got to practice, you got to learn, and you got to implement. You got to keep, you know what? Well, learn, Im- practice, learn, implement, practice. <laughs> so yeah, you just got to keep doing it until you get it right.
0: Yeah, I love that. And here's another thought: in two years, maybe three, we should speak at offer Mind be speakers.
1: God, that's a that's a big uh, ask
0: <laughs> yeah but we got three years to get better like speak you with learn how golden. to do offers <laughs> <laughs> speak with myron golden and russell teach them a couple of stuff <laughs> yeah
1: that would be great
0: <laughs> yeah all right paul Thank you so much for coming. Like I appreciate our time, yeah. and I I really love these topics. Like I'm getting more and more passionate about them. Oh, uh, it's one me- of those things, eh? <laughs> yeah. So tell the listeners where they can find you online and connect with you.
1: Okay, so I hope I'm a simple guy to find, even though my search engine optimization skills suck. Um. If you want to find me, digitalmarketingandgrowth.info is um, my sales page, if anyone's asking. Um, You can also, the blog is not live at the moment yet, but if you go on to digitalmarketingandgrowth.com, it'll be live probably from, maybe now, middle of December. So, start of December, my blog will be up again and you can read all my content. And if you don't want to find me at a website, you can type digital marketing and growth with Paul Gray into Facebook and you will find my group, which is brand new. I've just started it and I'm getting it ready for next year where we're going to start doing some free training to get people to understand how marketing can be made easy. Um, That's where I pretty much want to go with all the stuff that I'm doing at the moment is show people that you don't have to waste all your time and energy. Um, Trying to figure out what marketing is. All the things are there, you just need to implement it. So, join the Facebook group. You can go to my website if you want, and you can also contact me personally at uh, or Paul at digital marketing so, and So, yeah,
0: to make it easier, as always, affiliate journey.co slash Paul. I will put all the links he mentioned now and everything we talked about so you can connect with him and with myself over there. And, of course, if you're watching on YouTube, it will be even easier. Links are down below in the description. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) All right, Paul. Man, thanks so much for coming. I appreciate your time and I appreciate the, the good energy, man, and goodwill.
1: Thanks, man. It was good to be here. And I will catch you probably tomorrow on Facebook.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's just start just. out that content, man. Indeed. All right, everyone. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, on podcast, leave a review, comment if you have any questions. And I'll see you in the Tuesday next solo cast. So until then... Cheers to your success. Goodbye, everyone. Alright, everyone, thank you so much for sticking to the end and for listening to the podcast. Again, if you enjoyed it, uh, make sure you subscribe. New awesome content is coming out every week. And as I said, uh you can find all the show notes at affiliatejourney.co slash all so everything paul and i talked about it will be over there and lastly if you are into affiliate marketing come join us at affiliate marketing elite new facebook group i launched 10 days ago and it's already filled with an amazing people so i would really love to have you on there anyways uh have a great day great week and cheers to your success!